When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's way. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Okay, I gotta get to the... <gasps> yeah! I am fucking hyped today. Ooh, get the asthma pump out. Fred is on fire. We got Big Game Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, and tonight it is 49ers and the Chiefs. Can't wait to get this started tonight. Let's start our introductions Welcome into the studio as he picks his teeth and hair out of his teeth, Justin Jesus Herrera. Fred said, I am fucking excited. And I can't tell you how much more I am excited because we get the, it's the Super Bowl rematch we've all wanted. Come on, 49ers, Chiefs, gotta love it. You're bringing out the scarlet red with the, the icky yellow. 
compared to the you know the gold because we got all those championship rings. But yeah, man, I'm excited about this one. We fi- I finally get one. You know, everybody else has got one except for Fred. I'm sorry, Fred, you you haven't got one yet. But it's coming. It's coming. The Jets are good. But anyways, tssfantasy.com. Go check us out, man. Go check out the weekly rankings, and I'll get mine in as soon as this whole episode is done. Remember um, last no, night I've been slacking on that one. Remember last night hey. he promised. Hey, 11 o'clock is still Wednesday. That's 11 true. 11 o'clock Very is still Wednesday. Indeed. Very true indeed. But I'll leave the rest of it to everybody else because I've taken up way too much time. Oh, I can't agree with that. All right, let's start. Also, <laughs> introducing tonight, <laughs> you, Nick, you got Flandern Macaronis. All right. So uh, it's hard to follow that intro, man. I'll tell you what, uh, but I'll do my best. Uh, yeah, you know, Justin covered the rankings, but what he didn't cover was, you know, that you're watching on YouTube and you're going to hit that little subscribe button and go click. And then you get all of our major content every, every time we do a show, three nights a week, one, one on Sunday mornings. It is fantastic. And you got to wait to stay tuned tonight to see who wins champs or chumps. Yeah, big night tonight on champs or chumps. And I have to look back, but I know at least the last two weeks we have predicted said winner. So check that out. Let's also welcome to the studio Fred the Jester Reyes. This is my smile, my coy smile. Things are going good. Jets are winning. I know Jason don't want to talk about baseball, but the Yankees are winning. Everybody's winning. I'm, 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 I'm fucking excited for my sports teams for once. Damn it. Been years. Let's go. I know one thing that you didn't win last night. That whack ass trade you made. Uh, <laughs> right on air. He made like the worst <laughs> trade ever. Wow. That was, that was fun. All right. Let's. Things get are going good. Let me, let me see if I can fuck this up. Okay. Here let's we go. Get, I'm five and one. Let me trade away my season. All right. Let's get things started. As Justin <laughs> talked about earlier, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We're giving away the CJ2K football on Halloween. <laughs> so you want to make sure you get that in now. Also, don't forget, to, don't, forget, don't forget to visit tssfantasy.com. We got all of our newest rankings up to date. Oh, there's the football indeed. Ready to run. You got to pump that up, Fred. Also, don't forget, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. Nick, why do we do all those crazy things? Because we pretty much do whatever the hell we want to do, and we don't care what anyone thinks about it. All righty. Wow, that's fair enough. Just go to the <laughs> outro right now. But you know what, Nick? It's because we're the fantasy show with the people. I know I missed something. The people. <laughs> <laughs> we're still, it's still, it's week six, seven. We're still working on the promo. All right, let's get things started with some news. All right, well, in the news today, let's go right away to the Thursday night game. Out of that game is no Michael Thomas. Um, Man, I want to talk to Doc a little bit about him on Tuesday. Like, you know, what is going on with Michael Thomas? Are we expecting him to come back at all? Like, what is going on with this injury Um, now? And Jarvis Landry also out. Jameis Winston is set to play, however, non-committal on who the starting QB is. Heard this more than once today on the radio. Justin, I just want to kick this around real quick. What is your thoughts that they're even bringing up Andy Dalton as a starter over Jameis Winston? 
five interceptions in the last two games. That's what their thoughts are. <laughs> like the offense was obviously running very well with Andy Dalton. He's not a fantasy god, but he's a game manager, right? And he was getting everybody their touches. I mean, Kamara has 318 total yards in the past two games. Why do you think that is? Because his receptions are going up. You know, Jameis, I thought Jameis was going to learn from Sean Payton's system, but obviously Sean Payton's gone and so is the, the good Jameis. So, I mean, I think that's the whole situation at this point. Dennis Allen sees his his uh, days as being the Saints head coach dwindling as we see it, and he's like, oh, how can I better this? Maybe stick Andy Dalton the red rifle in there, which I hope he goes with Jameis Winston because I have Chris Olave. Yeah, it doesn't. To me, like I said, the, you know, even the thought doesn't make any sense. If Jameis Winston's ready to play, you plug him in. I mean, he's going to get the ball down the field, and they don't really have many options right now with all the injuries. Adam Trotman also out. Um, so if Taysom Hill owners might end up having a big payoff with him and Chris Olave this week, because I'm not really sure what else they have other than Marquez Callaway. You know, we've heard that name. He he showed up a couple times last year, so might be some names you want to look at for uh, Thursday night. Um, also expected back is Jonathan Taylor. So hallelujah for fantasy owners. It looks like he's going to play this weekend. Um, Damon Harris also looks like he may be at least on track to practice. So you might want to watch out for those. Ramondi Stevenson owners might ha- not have that hot game like he had last week. If Damon Harris is back and eating into those touches as well. Um, so something just to look out for. Um, Lamar Jackson actually is a little bit banged up, although he was limited today. So just as a heads up for you, Lamar owners, just something to watch out for. Um, but Rashad Bateman looks like to be back um, this week. So um, for those who had Devin Duvernay hoping for big games, you didn't really get one anyway. So you're hoping maybe Rashad Bateman open up the offense a little bit for Lamar. Um, Gus Edwards actually talking about the Ravens. He's actually back. So, Nick, I wanted to go to you because we had our waiver wire last night. What do you think about Gus Edwards and this whole Ravens offense? Or do, you, do you trust uh, Kenyon Drake? Do you trust J.K. Dobbins? Who are you looking for in this offense now that Gus Edwards is coming back? I believe the, the guy you got to count on is Lamar Jackson. Because he, because he runs everything, literally. <laughs> it doesn't matter who they have back there. It's a rotisserie backfield. He gets all the rushing yards anyway. Uh, so Gus Edwards is good as a closer. All right. So in the fourth quarter, when, when he's rested and the defense is dog tired, that's when Doug, uh, that's, you know, that's when Gus Edwards is very, very good. But I mean, you know, I mean, we've been watching the Ravens, the Ravens forever. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he's he's an RPO master. Tuck it and run and get 60 yards, and then he'll find Andrews. And then it's it's just Lamar Jackson. I don't trust that backfield because they go with the hot hand. Indeed. Keenan Allen also looks like to be back, uh, back on track as well. So something to take note of. Jordan Palmer um, actually is a little banged up as well. So something just to look out for also this week. All right, well, let's get things started. Now, we don't have um, – that was pretty much the rest of the news, and I can't delay much longer. PJ doesn't look like he is going to be in for champs or chumps this evening. I don't see him. So I think what we will end up doing tonight is let's have Nick be our Chiefs guy tonight. I would have Fred, but I know Fred's not good good on the on the queue anyway, on the fly. So maybe I we'll am have... the Chiefs guy, bro. I know. You, are you want to argue the Chiefs argument then tonight? I don't know. Yeah, give it to him. 
All right, he's going to be the Chiefs guy tonight. Then And then, Nick, you are judge. All right, well, let's bring the guy who did show up in. Let's bring in Nick Winkler from Locked On uh, 49ers. Let's bring him in for Champs or Chumps. I, I'm shot. Oh, I didn't even bring him in. And uh, look at me. What's <laughs> What's up, Nick? Welcome into the studio, my friend. Hey, guys, I'll do both sides if you want. I, I could, I can go. Yeah, I'll do Chiefs. He's talking both sides out of his mouth today. Nick, Nick, and he's here to do it all. That's for sure. All right, so uh, we have a, a comment from Veracity Exchange TV. A salute, salute to you, my friend. Appreciate you. So, welcome into the uh, studio, my friend. As I alluded to, PJ looks like he was a no show tonight. Might be a little scared of the Niners. I'm not sure. But in any event, we're going to make this happen. Fred is always in every fantasy draft looking for every Chiefs player. It's gone going for years now. Even though he's a Jets fan, he's a Chiefs at heart. So we're going to have a good time tonight. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to argue this matchup. Let's get it on for champs or chumps. Let's get ready to rumble. Do you think I am? I mean, I know I've never stood up around you, but and only because Caleb looked like he's in Grandma's kitchen, I'm gonna give this one to Mike. So Caleb, for just right now. Hey man, just want to let you know that sometimes you gotta shut the fuck up. Jason, that's hey. not how you treat guests, bro. Hey. <laughs> All right, it's champs or chumps time. I had to get the curtain out of there. I was just matching my curtain back there. I had to take that off. All right, let's get things started tonight. A little bit off cue, so I'm going to start, of course, with our guest tonight, Nick. Where our first round is the champ argument. I want to hear the champ argument for you for Jimmy G on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, Jimmy G probably had one of his better games of the year last week. I mean, yeah, the numbers didn't look great, but his passes did. He looked confident. He was throwing the ball down the field, which we haven't seen a lot of from Jimmy G this season uh, since the soldier surgery. We weren't sure he could still do it. I mean, the guy missed all of preseason. He didn't even have the playbook at training camp. He wasn't out there practicing with his guys. So when Lance went down, Jimmy had to step up, and he just kind of was out there just like, okay, I, I can do this. I remember how to play quarterback, but they kind of had the training wheels on, right? Well, you saw him come off this past week, and Garoppolo was out there slinging it. He had a couple of huge drops that were going to extend drives. That were One of them could have gone for a score easily. You know, the, the one to Ray Ray McLeod, like that, that was just heartbreaking as a 49er fan. You see that happen because Jimmy doesn't throw a lot of deep balls. But he was, and he was accurate with them. It looked good. It was fun to see. Jimmy Garoppolo right now, eighth ranked quarterback in the NFL, according to quarterback rating. So the guy doesn't throw a ton of touchdowns, but he's also not throwing a lot of picks. He's doing what the 49ers need right now to win football games. 
So Jimmy G, if he comes out and he looks good, he gets the ball to Debo, he gets the ball to Ayuk. You know, you mix Kittle in there on national tight end day. You know, you really, uh, you know, you get check coming out of the backfield. Like, he knows what to do with the weapons around him. He knows how to work that Kyle Shanahan offense. So I've got all the faith in the world in Jimmy Garoppolo. National tight end day, indeed. Love the close to that one. All right, Fred, batter up. Let's hear the champ argument for Patrick Mahomes on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me see. Jimmy G, right? We, we talk, the, Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes got the uh, same amount of touchdowns in one game as Jimmy G has in the whole season. I think he's thrown for seven and had seven touchdowns and three interceptions. Patrick Mahomes had five the other day. So, obviously, you're not going to top Patrick Mahomes unless you bring in Josh Allen or maybe Lamar Jackson, he is the best of the best. There's no one better. I mean, he he, he is the Kansas City Chiefs. I Everybody watches the Chiefs to watch Patrick Mahomes. He is the best. Do you suffer from chronic hip, knee, or shoulder pain? Avoid drug dependency and surgery with Downtown's Healthcare in Denver. Downtown's Healthcare offers regenerative therapies that stimulate the body's self-healing process. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. All right, so he brought, brought on, uh, I guess, improv, we would say. Flanders, what do you say for round one? Who's the said winner? Well, first of all, since we're all about equity on the show, I guess we couldn't have the Niners fan be the judge. And uh, when I go to the gym, uh, I can't wait to see National Tight End Day on some of those uh, peeps of the gym. So anyway, anyway, uh, you know what? I got to give it to Freddie because if it's Jimmy G – versus Patrick Mahomes. That's like, do I want hamburger or do I want filet? So I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Right. Well, don't forget, Nick, as I've alluded to many times, it's not their choice who they have to argue for. The 49ers in the heart really didn't want Garoppolo themselves. And uh, Mike wanted to comment, you, sir, are a perv. Yes, I agree. All right. That (laughs) means Freddie surprisingly gets round one out of nowhere. Let's go to round two. This is we're going to go to the chump argument. We want to hear a chump argument. I'm going to go to Freddie first. All right. I I hope you're ready. I want you to give me the chump argument and sense. And since um, for Debo Samuel, it's for the receiver. So give me the chump argument for Debo Samuel. Oh, okay. So Debo Samuel, man, uh, what can you really <laughs> say bad about this guy? He is, uh, he's freaking great. Uh, I know, let, let's talk about Debo Samuel. He does have up and down games this year. I know uh, he plays really good. Uh, he, he goes over 100 yards for L.A. Then he comes back and throws up a stinker and gets 20 yards against Carolina. Not saying Carolina has a bad defense. But, you know, if you want to be considered in the upper echelon, you want to do this consistently all the time. Debo Samuel does not do that. Uh, even when he gets the weak Atlanta Falcons, he only had, I think it was 78, 79 yards on uh, uh, seven receptions, which is, that was only average of nine yards per reception. So, like I said, if you want to be an upper class wide receiver, you really have to perform on a night-to-night basis, not once in a while. All right. Well, hey, good job with that. I we we do appreciate you on on improv making that argument. All right, Nick, we're gonna go to you. So there really isn't. I mean, I'll just say the receiving core because there really isn't one guy on the Chiefs I can point out. So just give me the chump argument for whoever you want on the Chiefs receiving core for Sunday. 
Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about a guy that's going to go out and give you six catches for 60 yards, that's Juju Smith-Schuster, right? I mean, to a T. He's going to go out there. He's going to do it every week. He's not going to put the ball in the end zone. McCole Hartman can't stay on the field. And MVS, does he even play football anymore? Like, the guy just is out there. He's putting up zeros like he did last weekend, not even making a catch. Like, the only guy that has any, you know, weight at all in that Kansas City wide receiving court isn't even a wide receiver. He's a tight end, and we all know who I'm talking about. Oh, I'm bringing it home for sure. Flanders, who wins round two? Were you talking about Danny Fortson, Wink? Were you talking about Danny <laughs> Fortson? You know? That's impressive. I, Good pull. He's the, only, he's the only tight end I would I can think of on Kansas City. So, yeah, uh, you had you made the best argument, Wink, because Jester came out and says, well, this guy is great, and he used to argue against him. So I'm going to go with Wink for round two. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't really do anything for your argument when you go right against it to the at the beginning for sure. All right, let's go on to the champ argument. We're gonna go back to um, Nick on this one. Give me the champ argument. Um, it looks like Jeff Wilson Jr. is gonna be the starting running back. So give me the champ argument um, for Jeff Wilson Jr. When they give him the ball, he's been solid. And that's one of the reasons the 49ers lose football games is they stop giving Jeff Wilson the football. This past week, he had six carries in the in the first half. And yeah, he had a fumble. But then they only gave him the ball one time in the second half. They only ran the ball four <laughs> times in the second half. They can't get away from that, right? Jeff Wilson right now, 12th in the NFL in rushing. The guy is just under six yards of carry. Like, give the guy the football, and he gets things done. We saw it on national television. He had the breakout 33-yard run. Like, this is a good running back who's solid. Not to mention, he's going to lower his shoulder, get his head down, and run people over. You give Jeff Wilson the ball, good things are going to happen. I like it. This 49ers offense, all about the running game. So give me the guy who is getting the lead carries. I love it. All right, go. let's go to Mr. Spicy himself. Let's go to Fred for Clyde's Edwards Hilaire. Give me the champ argument. Well, I, I consider him a champ. Well, you gotta think about <laughs> you gotta think of it like this, man. Listen. You got Patrick Mahomes. He has his number one tight end, right? He has a bunch of receivers. And you know, Clyde Edward Hilaire still gets his touches. He got um, I mean, Arizona, he had seven attempts. Rushing, but he still had four receiving catches. He had 19 attempts against Tampa. It was really hard. He still had about two receptions and a touchdown. So, I mean, you got to take it for what he is. He may not be uh, the top running back in the league only because of what he's working with. And it's really hard to get uh, many touches. Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball 40, 50 times. Fred on improv bringing the stats. Love it. He was Google me whatever just now. <laughs> Nick, what say you? Excuse me, Flanders, what say you for round number four or three? My bad. I don't even know what's well, going on. Um, <clears throat> Jeff Wilson's stats are low only because of the playing time and because, like uh, Wink said, negative game script uh, to the own 49ers fruition. Um, oh, Edwards Hilaire's. Stats are low because he just can't produce on a consistent basis. And Jeff Wilson is only is one of the only few running backs that dishes out his own pancakes when he's running over defensive backs. Mm. So I am going to go with Bay Area Wink for round I three. like it indeed. Fred, you're down 2-1. And now I have to admit, I'm a little off my game tonight with the guests not showing up and then Fred's over here. So a little off my game and I have to say, but Fred, you're bringing it tonight. Now I'm going to throw his you- own. Now I'm going to throw you and Nick off off your game a little bit. I'm going to have you guys try to give me 
chump arguments for these both these great tight ends. So I'm going to go to you first, Fred, and I want to hear a chump argument for George Kittle. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say Kelsey. <laughs> oh, my well, that's God. That's what I get to do, Fred. That's no, what I no, get to do. No. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, Joy, well, I, not for nothing, but Kittle has been a chump, to be honest with you. He has nothing what we thought he was going to produce the last two years. I remember even last year, we were so high on him. Top two uh, tight end. Even this year, I was like, well, he had a down year last year. He's going to come back be top four. He is not that good. Uh, really quick on Google mode. Uh, he had uh, four, two, five receptions for 28, 24, 47, respectfully. Last week, he finally had a decent game, which I don't consider him a decent tight end. I think he's going to be a good tight end. For eight receptions, 83 yards, that's 8.5, 8.1, a little over eight per, per per reception. You're George Kittle. You should be scoring, and you should be up to Kelsey and Andrews echelon. So what is going on? And I don't want to hear it's Jimmy G or the quarterbacks because he did well with Jimmy G before. He is a bum now. He's becoming bum and a bum and more of a bum every week. I mean, bum, but he bum, but he bum, and he is number 30 right now in tight end. So you are hitting it right on the head. All right, again, Nick, this is uh, almost impossible, but please try to make the chump argument for Travis Kelsey. Coop, it's easy. It just depends on what you want your tight ends to do, right? So Kansas City needs Kelsey to be a wide receiver, not a tight end. Tight ends block. Who is the best blocking tight end in the NFL? It's George Kittle. Ask Travis Kelsey. Go check the tape. They asked him, who is the best tight end in the NFL? Do you know what his answer was? George Kittle. Done. (laughs) All right, Flanders. All right, Flanders. Who wins round number four? Ooh, uh, that was tough. That was actually tough. But I think, um, you know, Kittle made – Freddie's argument for him. So uh, I'm going to go with Freddie on this one. George Kittle is a chump. The hometown favorite, bringing it back. It's all tied up for round five, and here we go. This is where we bring the big money, big energy. Nick, let's go to you first. Give me the champ argument for the Niners to win this weekend. Well, you just got to hope that you get some guys back, right? I mean, they came out into week six. They had the number one defense in the NFL, and then, you know, the wheels fell off because next man up mentality just ran out. You know, you, you lost Bosa. You lost Kinlaw, you lost Armstead, you lost Ward, you lost Mosley. Like you could, the list goes on and on for that starting defense. Well, luckily for them, they're getting some of those guys back. Nick Bosa practiced today. Jimmy Ward practiced today. Jason Verrett practiced today. So these are guys that if they come back into this 49ers offense, all of a sudden you, you've got that best offense again. Drake Jackson, also young rookie, looking good, looking great. He's going to be out there as well this weekend. So if the 49ers can get some starters back on defense, the Chiefs are really going to see what that 49ers defense is made of. And like I said, coming in, they, they were ranked number one. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if they go ahead and shut down everybody, except for that Kelsey guy. I guess he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, the Niners defense is legit. There is no and doubt quick, about one it. One more thing, Coop. One more thing, yes, too. That Kansas City offense, they've scored 57 more points than the 49ers. Well, that 49ers defense has allowed 70 less points than that Kansas City offense. So doing which, some which, simple. Which one's going to bend? Which one's going to break? Nick bringing the simple math tonight, and Brad from Unbearable wanted to remind us that George Kittle's been playing tackle for the Niners, and exactly. Mike is Mike is so excited about the matchup tonight, all he can get out is 
defense. All right, let's go on to Fred. Let's hear the champ argument for the Chiefs to pull it off Sunday. And you're on mute. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. The Chiefs are definitely 100% going to win tomorrow, okay? Here goes why. Every time they lose a game, they come back and win two. So they started off win-win, loss. Guess what they did? Win-win, loss. So by that, what you say, algorithm, whatever it is, they're going to get a win-win. Okay, not only that, they just lost to probably the second best team in the NFL. Um, you're playing basically what we watched last week was the AFC championship game midseason. So and they hung with Buffalo. They should have won the game, but they stuck with Buffalo. The Niners, there's no way the Niners can compete offensively with the Chiefs. Now, we were talking about it on the show the other day. I think the sneak the Chiefs defense is a sneaky play this week. They actually helped held Buffalo down a little bit. So I actually picked them up today in one of my leagues to start them against the Niners. So I think the Chiefs definitely have a chance to beat them defensively and offensively. I don't think the Niners win. Go Chiefs, two touchdowns. Indeed. Yeah, not tomorrow. That'll be on Sunday. And Nick, the fact that Fred was able to pull in algorithm in that argument, man, that really did bring a bring a big hook into this round. What do you say, Mr. Flanders? Who won champs or chumps tonight? Well, you know, they say defense wins championships, and Wink's argument was all about the defense <laughs> and how great they were. So sorry, Fred, but you lose today. I'm gonna go with Wink. Wink, and that means that's big thing, big news. Maybe again, maybe we're putting that mojo for the Niners this weekend. Wink, my brother, congratulations. You are tonight's winner. And you know what we're gonna Justin's nods at the top there. (laughs) And now we gotta give it to this is the easiest award <laughs> I've ever given on Champs or Chumps for, for Mr. Fred tonight. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. What? All right. Good you stuff. Wait. You can't wait to see Nick? Uh, I, I feel you. I got you. <laughs> yeah, not not for nothing, Fred. That was a great job on your improv tonight. I know that was kind of on cue. I was, yeah, I was very impressed with you tonight. Good job, my friend. All right, Nick. Well, you're our winner tonight. Let everyone know where they can subscribe, follow, and get all of your great content, my brother. Yeah, check out the Locked On 49ers podcast. Brian Peacock, Eric Crocker. They do a great job five days a week. Uh, every Wednesday's Winky Wednesday. So you want you want to catch me? I'm on there. You know. Chopping it up with the guys, uh, just bringing my fandom as much as I can. I love it. Winky Wednesdays. I don't know if we, we should do well, – that's what we should call Freddy. Little... <laughs> stinky right. Winky. That's what I always think of now, oh, a stinky Winky. <laughs> <laughs> little Winky. <laughs> I got All right. Listen, we appreciate you uh, coming in tonight, Nick, um, bringing it home for the Niners. Like I said, hopefully we – rubbed off a little mojo last three weeks we've had the winner we got giants we had eagles so who knows maybe this is your week this week i like there this we guy nick winkler i got you i'm gonna follow you you're pretty funny there guy. we go i'll follow back <laughs> yeah, appreciate it guys love the show keep up the good work appreciate you my brother thank you so much we're gonna take a quick break we get back we got our big game breakdown and we'll be talking about our starts and flops for the week hayden we love fantasy football we do it's a fantastic game yet 
still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. You put them up, reach the skies and the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. All righty. Well, we're a fantasy show. Crazy enough, we're going to talk some fantasy football now. Let's get to our starts of the week. Justin, we'll start with you, my brother. Give me your starts of the week. Oh, you can start with somebody else every once in a while. <laughs> I didn't pull that shit up. You're you're right on my on my left corner. So, all right, let's go to Flanders. He's ready. Let's go. Right. Let's go to Flanders. Starts of the week. Yeah, go to Flanders. <laughs> all right. So, my starts of the week us Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback for for Kansas City. The reason why I chose him is because Kansas City is ranked thirtieth against. Against against the pass, they they give up an average of 22 points per game to to opposing quarterbacks, and that spells uh, good news for for Jimmy G and company. Uh, my running backs, I got Freddie's favorite, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs going against Houston. They are dead last, 32nd against the run. They give up 27 points per game to running backs. My starting my my starting wide receiver this week is one of Cooper's favorites, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle going going up against Pittsburgh. Uh, right now, Pittsburgh, the Steelers, man, you know, um, they can't cover a cell phone with an oversized blanket right now. Uh, right now, they're giving up their thirty first. They are giving up thirty first. Uh, with 37 points per game against wide receivers. That is not good. Uh, tight end, I can't believe I'm, I'm saying this. I'm going to start Everett this week, uh, the Rams. I mean, the Chargers, rather, uh, because he's playing Seattle. There's 32nd against the tight tight end. Uh, last week, Zach Ertz had, had, nine, uh, had nine points against them. Uh, they give up 20 points per game. They've given up four TDs and 100-yard receiving to uh, tight ends. And uh, I really hate to say say this, but the defense. I'm gonna I'm gonna say start that team in down in there in in the middle of Texas. Uh, you you know who I'm talking about. Uh, they're eighth against quarterbacks and run, running backs. They do give up the pass, 13th against wideouts, but they're fifth against tight ends. And they they really do do a number. They they've only allowed six touchdowns to five picks and 100 uh, and. 100 plus yard uh, passing games to to running backs. So again, start the um, boys in silver and blue down there. 
The boys in blue. All right, let's go to the Jester for his starts of the week. And you're on mute. <laughs> I was clearing my throat before I get started, you know? All right, so my starts are... Let I me clear my throat. <laughs> I, I think I pronounced the name Zappy, right? So Bailey Zappy, oh, yep. Bailey Zappy. Well, obviously, I don't know what's going down in New England. There's a lot of story coming out about turmoil down there and that Mike Jones ain't happy. And obviously, when you start winning games... And makes it the coach's decision a lot easier to keep you in the game. So I was definitely gonna start Zappy. I think he's gonna play for his job. I think if he has a great game, he might overtake Mac Jones. Uh Ramondre Stevenson has been playing lights out. I know um I know uh Damian Harris. Damian Harrison is coming back, but he still was injured. Uh I think Belichick brings him in slowly, not as many touches. I see Stevenson has a big game. I want to chase Claypool. He plays, I forgot who he plays, but uh versus Miami. Miami. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, Miami just hasn't been good lately. I don't know. The, the defensive, their, their defense has been kind of weak. I think they're going to fix each other's up this week. I think, stop it. I think they're going to fix it and maybe get a win this week, but it's not going to be pertaining to their defense. Um, I had Kelsey starting, but I guess we all knew he was going to start. So He's the number actually- one <laughs> option at tight end. You can't say I'm starting Kelsey. <laughs> Here, let me bend over and pick up this fruit for you. <laughs> I got you. So I started Bellinger for the Giants. He's been seeing like lately that he's becoming a go-to tight end for Daniel Jones. They're playing a weak Jacksonville team. Uh, they they were hot for a minute. Now they're starting to look a little bit rattled. So I would start Bellinger. I, I like the combination he has with Daniel Jones. Uh, last but not least, the New York Jets, baby. Start them against the Broncos. Not No, let me tell you something. Russell Wilson has not been playing good. The whole Denver offense has been playing good. I heard that Melvin Gordon's going to start again. I don't know why they held him out the other day. Uh, maybe there's some friction going on there. They just look out of sorts, and the Jets are riding a super high right now. And I think they're a definite play because even if they stack the box, we have Sauce guarding with Sutton. So I think we're going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting matchup for sure. All right, Justin, hope you're ready now. Let's get to your starts. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I got to look through my screen right there. <laughs> um, so we're going to go with Tua. This is Commissioner Cooper's favorite quarterback of all time, even though I still think he's kind of a bag of garbage. But against that Pittsburgh team that is still down a lot of corners and a lot of secondary help, I think that the Bucks really missed out on a chance to beat up on him. I don't think the Dolphins pass up on that chance this week. Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. Can, I, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> For some reason, I, did, I thought you, you were all stopped. To I thought you all froze, yeah. and I was the one going. I think. I think. Yeah. Um. I think Justin got a little bit of what Fred had that one night. Go ahead, man. Ah, oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> the zoom, the zoomies. Um. Uh. Kenneth Walker. I'm gonna go Kenneth Walker against the Chargers. One of the absolute worst run offenses or run defenses in the league. Um, you know, as Koopa said, they just spent so much money to do what again? Exactly. Uh, and then another guy, Amari Cooper, you know, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle had big days against Baltimore. Baltimore seems to always be giving up big days to wide receivers. Wandale Robinson had his first big day last week. I think Amari Cooper is easily in for a wide receiver one week. Zach Ertz, the uh, target hog for Arizona. Guess what? Marquise Brown was supposed to be like the the target hog. Now he's out for a month plus. Enter DeAndre Hopkins. He's going to take a lot of that secondary pressure off. 
And Zach Ertz is going to play the same role he's been playing for the past couple weeks, which is target hog. Put him in your lineup. And then the Bucks. Yeah, it's it's usually an easy play, but you know, after last week, a lot of people were kind of shaking their head, like, is this Bucks team even good anymore? Better believe it against Carolina, they are gonna cash in on defense. Like it indeed. All right, let's get to my starts. If you're worried about well, I didn't put it on the ticker, I guess. Sorry. We'll just have to pull him up there. If you're worried about Dak Prescott coming off his injury, don't. The Detroit Lions, they are 31st against fantasy quarterbacks. This would be a juicy matchup for him. I like him coming back this week. It's with Tua. It's like interesting, both these uh, quarterbacks coming back against some really soft secondaries. So um, good homecoming there for Dak for sure. Jeff Wilson Jr. is my running back against Kansas City. They are 28th against fantasy uh, running backs. And as our friend Wink just alluded to, just give this guy the ball and he makes big things happen. KC's defense has been Swiss cheese against running backs, so I like that a lot. Michael Pittman Jr. for me is my big start at receiver. The Tennessee Titans, they are dead last against fantasy receivers. He is a great play along with Matt Ryan this week, so I definitely like that um, a lot. Hayden Hurst versus the Falcons. The Falcons are 29th against fantasy tight ends. He also looks like he is trending to play as well because I know he had that questionable status. He looks like he is good to go, so I like him a lot this week. And then the Packers D this week facing Taylor Heineke at quarterback for the Washington Commanders. I like this defense a lot this week. I think they'll show out and have a great game this week. All right, well, since we talked about our starts, let's talk about our flops. Calm down, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best, shoddly, diddly, diddly, diddly. Gotta be nice, hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Oh, hell, diddly, ding, dong, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops. Make a kick rock. It's the big clock. Shake the wrist watch. Gucci flip flops. Fake and hit your bitch and massage. All right, Nick, this is your segment, my brother. Let's start with you. Give us your flops for the week. All right, so I am going to flop. I'm going to sit Aaron Rodgers this week. And the reason why, even though he's going up against the commanders, okay, let me give you some context. He's number 20 on the year as your as your quarterback. He's only averaged uh, 14 points per game. Uh, weeks one to three, he was quarterback 26. Weeks four to six, he picked up a little bit. He's he pumped himself all the way up to 16. But uh and then in week 6 he was 20th ranked in your in your uh rankings. And his most points ever scored in a game so far this season is 19. If you want to live with that, even though he's playing with Washington and Washington is 24th against the quarterbacks, and I'm I'm not going to say he's got a tough matchup, but look look at what he's got. He's not working with much. That's why he's only averaging 14 points a game. Um, if you got Aaron and he's your starting quarterback and you're in a teeter of, of, of either making your, uh, your toilet tournament or your championship tournament, you might want to think about moving Aaron Rodgers to somebody. Uh, next, uh, I'm going to go sit with David Montgomery. He's playing New England. New England is third against running backs. They haven't given up a single rushing touchdown yet. Uh, his highest, well, his, his range is eight to 14 points. And his highest uh, touch per game is 20. That was week one in the in the monsoon against the 49ers. He has 17 carries and three receptions. Um, 
Another uh, draft darling, Christian Kirk. I'm sitting to him this week. He's playing the Giants. They are the number one team against the pass. Right now, they've only given up three TDs to wide receivers. And his range is a 1.1 to a 19.8. So, again, he's a box of chocolates. You never know what, you, what you're going to get. Um, I did have Logan Thomas in, in there. Sorry, uh, Coop. I did call an audible. Uh, I'm going to say – I'm going to go reverse – with Freddie, I'm going to say you're going to sit uh, Bellinger because, you know, you're going to chase the Dragon. He had two decent weeks, okay? But right now, the Jaguars are 10th against wide receivers. I'm sorry, tight ends, rather, excuse me. And uh, I'm sorry, the, they're 11th, and they only give up 7.6 points per game, and they haven't given up a TD yet to a tight end. So uh, I would, I would – Switch, switch bait with them and goes to some to somebody else. And lastly, I said it: uh, you're going to sit Pittsburgh Steelers because right now they can't cover anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are 28th against the quarterbacks. They're 22nd against running backs. 32nd against wide receivers, and ninth against uh, tight end. I would give up. Um, I'll give out stats, but they're pointless when when you're that low. You're not that good. And they're facing America's team on the comeback trail. All right, Justin. I'm sorry, I hit that back. Jacksonville give up one t- one touchdown. Thank you, sir. Justin, give us your flops of the week. <laughs> All right, Derek Carr. We're gonna start off with, um, you know, Houston Texans are pretty good against the pass off or passing game. They haven't allowed a lot of points to the quarterback, and I think that's just because teams run on them all day long. Uh, This is a get-right game for the Raiders, which means they're going to try and take it out of Derek Carr's hands as much as possible. Um, This guy, he's not clutch at all, and I'm looking at this as a big Josh Jacobs game. It's not a huge Josh or a a Derek Carr game. CEH against the 49ers. 49ers are the best team against the run game. And whether we like it or not, last week at Atlanta, they were still really good against running backs. They were just terrible against everybody else. So um, I look for CEH to not be a factor in this game. If Mahomes is going to beat the 49ers, it's going to be with Kelsey and finding some way to make those receivers relevant. Mike Williams. So this one's because Keenan Allen's back. So Keenan Allen – Historically, when Keenan Allen comes back, Justin Herbert favors him a lot more, which means I think that Mike Williams' days as a wide receiver one are kind of numbered. I'm peeling back on this week against a surprisingly good Seahawks defense against the receiver. Um, I didn't see it coming. I don't think anybody saw it coming. But I would say this week, if you have Keenan Allen, put him in. If you have Mike Williams, temper your expectations. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, you all know my – you know distaste for TJ Hawkins and I, <laughs> I don't think that's uh, that's very unknown at this point it's pretty much public knowledge um, Dallas I don't like Detroit's ba- bounce back game here I mean they just got shut out by the Patriots you take a bye week and now you get this Dallas team who's pretty pissed off that they lost against the Eagles with a backup quarterback I think that Dallas is going to go and run roughshed on Detroit. I don't think TJ Hawkinson can help that. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to put him in my lineup. And then Jacksonville, the Jags, for some reason, I've been betting against the Giants. I'll still do it, but I'm going to say this. The Giants have found a way to score, whether it's Daniel Jones running, whether it's Saquon Barkley putting the entire team on his back, whether it's the return of Rondale Robinson. Well, actually, it was debut of Rondale Robinson. And then 
you know, Daniel Bellinger. They're finding weapons. They're finding ways to do things. I don't want to play against that team. So I'm going to say Jacksonville has a bad week on defense. So um, you just brought some up um, that triggered a something I want to bring up in the news. So I'm just going to bring it up now. How about Travis Kelsey restructuring his deal for possibly them bringing in someone like OBJ? They had the Kelsey podcast where his brother asked him about it. Um, and Travis was non-committal, wouldn't answer. So if I wanted to bring that up, if you are sitting five and one, six and oh, and you have roster space, maybe somebody like OBJ is somebody to think about picking up, um, you know, finding himself in this Kansas City offense might be big things for him and Mahomes. So just wanted to throw that out there. I don't know what the hell you said that made me think of that. But anyway, just want to make sure that we brought it up I I think it was because I said that he's going to have to find some way to do it with these wide receivers. You're just like, oh, I know of a wide receiver he's going to do it with. (laughs) I know what he can throw it to. (laughs) So he's coming back off his injury. So something that might be in the works. So it's just something to think about if you're sitting pretty in your leagues. Um, I know Mike Hernandez right now. Deep, 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 be picking him up right now. All right. So also, go ahead. I just want to bounce off that point. Yeah, yeah. The Panthers are in a fire sale right now. DJ Moore, if you have him, maybe don't trade him. Get rid of him until you see kind of what happens because there's a lot of rumors that he might be heading out somewhere too. Yeah, just to kind of bounce off that idea. And that, well, since we're gonna just gonna keep going going on with the fire sale, Mike just brought up this point about Pan- Panthers uh, shopping McCaffrey. <laughs> I mean, if if you got uh, nobody has Deonta Foreman, might not be a bad idea to pick him up because he's gonna be the lone running back in this woeful offense that'll be the Panthers. But regardless, still a straight starting running back. So just some guys to think about as this deadline comes up. All right, Fred, give us some guys that you don't like this week. Oh, man, I don't like Russell Wilson. I don't know what happened to Russell. I don't know. I mean, first of all, like I you said. You know Hackett. Yeah, well, that Nathaniel Hackett was a problem. <laughs> but they're going against the Jets defense. Um, do you know that he's only threw for over 250 yards twice out of the first six games? And he's only had a QBR of over 100 twice. He is not having a good season. Maybe he should go back to the old Russell Wilson, start using his legs a little more because it, it's just not looking good, especially with all that money they gave him. Uh, Melvin Gordon, another one. I mean, this guy, I, he, he had three touches. I had my co-host over here send me a little article uh, that they had a talk it out, him and the coach, just to figure out what's going on. You know what's going on. You knew that shit last week when you ain't put the man in the game. So we're just there to talk about. All right, so now he names him the starter. I, I don't know what's going on over there. So if I'm Melvin Gordon, I will take everything with stride, but uh, start thinking about getting out of Denver. Stop signing them contracts to go back. Uh, Schuster. Schuster is... Uh, not what I thought he would be in Kansas City with all the love that Mahomes gives. This guy, I'm looking at some of his stats, 10 yards one week, 46, 33. He finally broke out against Buffalo, but uh, that might be a mirage. And 113 yards and a touchdown. I mean, I, I really don't see it. That was his only touchdown this year, so definitely sit him. Uh, the 49ers, I still have a tough defense. Uh, like we said, Kittle's playing right tackle right now. Do not start him. Uh, he's not doing anything for anybody until he starts breaking out a little bit and going back to his old form. Do not start uh, Kittle. As Jason said earlier, he's, what, 30th ranked tight end in the league. Not very good. Uh, the 49ers, you don't ever start any defense that goes against the Chiefs, no matter who it is. I had Buffalo, and I still ain't start them. So whenever you start, the, whenever you play the Chiefs or the Bills or the Eagles, do not start the other defense. Sit them down. 
That's the best fantasy advice I think you've given all year, Fred. All right, <laughs> let's go on to my sits this week. Jared Goff, I mean, again, we're in the bye week, so if you're looking to pick someone up, I'm not sure he's the guy. I wouldn't expect that Lions bounce back, as Justin alluded to earlier, against this Dallas defense who's been very formidable against the pass, um, against fantasy QBs. I can't see my notes because it's so damn dark out here. They are number six in the league, so just something to take note of. Yes, Christian McCaffrey. Now, again, you're not going to sit Christian McCaffrey because, you know, he's your guy, of course. (laughs) Mike wanted to chime in real quick. He said, Nick, I swear if you pick up Foreman. <laughs> Mike, Mike's trying to get in and get get in the uh, form. Well, I picked stage. up the Jets defense and I'm starting them against them. So, uh, so, so let's go. Not, yeah. All right. So Christian McCaffrey, um, actually, I have my sit. Obviously, listen. There's going to be some issues if you're a Christian McCaffrey owner this week. Tampa Bay number one against the run, and again, who's their quarterback right now? This offense is in disarray. He is definitely a big sit this week. Um, Robert Woods coming off the bye. Now, some of you may or may not even have this guy rostered, but again, it's bye weeks. So if you're looking for somebody to stream, don't stream Robert Woods because the Indianapolis Colts are number two against fantasy receivers. So definitely something to look out for. Zach Ertz. I go the exact opposite of Justin in this only because just looking at straight numbers, Justin, you're absolutely correct. He is their target monster. Marquise Brown is not here, but the Saints, they're a good defense. And guess what? Number two against fantasy tight ends. So just something to make make note of. And again, I mean, I don't know who you're sitting for Zach Hurts, but you know, whatever, just to throw it out there to watch out for. And then the Panthers defense facing a tough Bucks offense. You're definitely sitting them all day. <laughs> Mike, Mike, see, you like that. I like the sit McCaffrey. All right, let's go. Let's get to the Thursday night matchup. And by the way, I wanted to point out before we get to that, look how much research Fred did in his um, sits this week. I mean, he really looked throughout a bunch of games. Jets, Broncos, and Chiefs Niners. I mean, that's it's all his flops this week. So I guess he'll be expecting some low-scoring games for sure. <laughs> Let's go. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Let's go on to the Thursday night matchup. Break down. Break down. You know my ass notice it. All right, it's third. It's Wednesday night. Fred's feeling all right. Let's get this started with. I just the- picked up OBJ. gotta love it all right so let's talk about thursday night you got the saints versus the cardinals at arizona um the saints lead this series 16 to 15 last time they played was 2019 um the saints won 31 to 9 um the over under for this game is 44 and a half the cardinals are favored by two on defensive side, the Saints against fantasy QBs are 19th. Against running backs, they're 8th. Against receivers, they're 26th. And against tight ends, they're number 2. So talking about um, this matchup. Cardinals, they are 21st against QBs. They are 10th against fantasy running backs. Surprisingly, 8th against fantasy receivers. And 31st against tight ends. That's why I brought up Taysom, Taysom Hill a little bit ago. Justin, what say you? Give me your thoughts on guys you like and don't like in the matchup. And, of course, pick. give me your winner. 
Um, yeah, so my winner is going to be the Cardinals on this one. Uh, there's just a couple guys I'm really looking into. Uh, Kyler Murray has, you know, he's surprisingly been good, but it doesn't feel like it because you watch his game tape and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, he's been terrible. But he has four QB1 performances out of six games this year, which is really good. Uh, his lowest one being QB22 last week in a game in which he got 100 yards rushing, which is kind of crazy. Um, yeah, he's 16 and 10 with DeAndre Hopkins, and now he gets Hopkins back. Is this the cure? Is this the magical cure that he's been waiting for? And uh, why didn't it work out with Marquise Brown, who, in my opinion, is probably on the level of DeAndre Hopkins at this le- at this point in his career? So I'm looking forward to seeing, is DeAndre Hopkins, you know, the guy you were waiting for, the guy you put a roster spot on there for because he was suspended? Is he going to be the guy who's going to step up and be your wide receiver one out of a wide receiver two slot? Um, and then obviously, you know, the question of what's Jameis going forward? Uh, I'm excited to, to see it. I'm excited to see Chris Olave take the field as always. Maybe they get 400 air yards this week. Who knows? They got 330 in one week. Why can't they do 400 this week? And I think this will be overall a better Thursday night game than we've been dealt the entire season. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually looking forward to watching football on Thursday. Yeah, we might have a good Thursday night game at least. Um, I did want to just point out one thing. You said it didn't work out with Marquise Brown. Marquise Brown's number eight fantasy receiver on the year. I know you're saying as far as the offense is concerned, but I think that's what they needed really was that DeAndre Hopkins guy. He's not, you know, those are two different guys. You know, DeAndre Hopkins can get up. Um, you know, and go get it where, you know, Marquise Brown is straight down the field. Once them, both those guys get on the field, that's going to be a nice offense to watch. I think that's, what, of course, what they were envisioning before the season started. Nick, what say you? Give me some guys you like and don't like in this matchup, and who's your winner? Well, guys I like would be Kyler Murray because, as you said it before, the Saints are 20th against the pass. Uh, I like D-Hop to have a good first game back. Uh, the only thing that, that, that concerns me about D-Hop is that he's – that he's been out. So you can't, you can, you can work out, but you can't simulate a pro football game. So, uh, I'm worried about maybe a soft tissue injury. And then of course his conditioning there. Uh, and then you had mentioned Taysom Hill because, because the Cardinals are 31st against the, um, tight end. But as we've all known, as Justin always says, he's got one reception on two targets for one yard. As a tight end, he does all his damage as a runner. So it's going to be interesting to see if he actually has a tight end game. Um, as far as the game itself goes, um, Arizona is the, the consensus picked 67% chance to win. They're, they're at, they're at a minus two and the over under is a 44. So, so, so the Vegas sharps are not looking for a high productive game. So, uh, it may be a defensive bonanza this week. Oh, I certainly hell hope not. All right, what say you, Fred? Give me guys you like and don't like. Who's your winner? And you're on mute. <laughs> like, I like like I like everybody from Arizona. I think the the missing piece was Hopkins. I mean, if you look in the previous two years, when he's there, they do well. They score points. They win. Without him there, I don't know. Kyler Murray looks like so out of whack, and there's nobody to replace a, a superstar receiver now. I, 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 they're playing the uh, 
Uh, Saints. The Saints. The Saints, it's terrible right now. I thought that I was picking the Saints at the beginning of the year to be a true contender for a Super Bowl. And uh, they just been ravaged by, by injuries. So I think this is the game that Arizona really steps out. They're going to show out. They're going to show what it's like to have Hopkins back. And this might potentially be a blowout. I don't care how good the Saints defense is. All right, so just so everyone's clear, Freddie's also a little Kyler Murray, Arizona fan as well. So I already kind of knew I can't be a fan of everybody, the Jets, the Chiefs, the Arizona. And I feel like we keep saying this about both them and the Broncos. Like, this is going to be their night. This is going to be the Kyler Murray, and this is going to be the Russell Wilson day. I don't know what's going on with these teams, but like you said, you know, like I alluded to earlier, I think the the D-hop suspension hurt them more than they thought. Um, and you know, that's why this offense has struggled so much, but, uh, again, I agree with you. I think they do get on track. I can't, like I said, I keep saying it. This is going to be, I think the time they're going to have a great game on Thursday. I look for the Cardinals to win. We're all in agreement this week. We like the Cardinals on Thursday night, even Greg. All right. Well, we appreciate, yes, go ahead. I was say, Freddie, how could you have picked the saints to go to the Super Bowl when they hired a coach that's eight and 28? <laughs> because man, I, I had listened to the interview of one of the defense, and I like, went some dogs, and I was like, you "Was know it what, a Saints man? interview?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah." Well, man, then that, that that was your first mistake. They they got me hyped. I was like, "Man, they got some good offensive players." The defense, yeah, they straight. did their job. Fred was easy influence, apparently. <laughs> All right, I got some. Uh, I got some great land down in the Everglades to sell you. Let's get things closed out tonight, Friday. Don't forget, we got our great Friday. TJIF Friday. We're going to have Howard Bender back in the building for some fantasy feud against D, right? We got D. Is it D Sports? Is that how you say it, Nick? D, uh, hashtag D uh, Coffee and Sports. Coffee. I knew it was something in sports. D Coffee and Sports going to go against Howard Bender and some fantasy feud. We're going to do our weekly breakdown, give you our DFS lineups. We're going to have a great show on Friday. Make sure you tune in. Hit that subscribe button and those notifications. We appreciate you, and we are out. We're on a mission. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.